Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, RF. Uh, if you guys are tuning in for the very first time, uh, we are on every Tuesday and Thursday night. We're starting kind of late tonight because there's so much stuff going on in sports right now. Uh, it's 10 o'clock. It is October 26, 2010. And i got to start the show by saying the Cowboys suck. They suck. Y'all know I'm a big Dallas Cowboy fan. I am so disappointed. I'm so hurt. Y'all know I'm going to hear it all today. I know Royce is going to get on me. Chris might call in and get on me today, too, so I know it's going to be one of those type of shows. But I'll be the first one to say it before I bring anybody else on, the Cowboys suck, and we're in some deep, deep trouble. Romo's out. Uh, we got so much stuff to talk about. The NBA season started today. The Rangers, thank God for the Rangers. They're getting ready to start the World Series tomorrow right down the street here in Arlington, Texas. Uh, as you guys are new to the show, we broadcast every Thursday, I mean, every Tuesday and Thursday, Night right here from Dallas Fort Worth, and I do have a co-host on the show. So without further ado, let me bring my co-host on, uh, Royce. You live on the air, Royce. How's it going? How about them Cowboys? You know, oh, you man. know, it's gonna be one of those shows. Listen, uh, how you doing, Rodney? You're right. It is a big night in sports. Uh, uh, I'm a total Ranger fan. I disregard the Cowboys. You know, you and I talked the other day. And you said no way that they can go one and fifteen. <laughs> there is a way. They keep playing the way they playing. They can't right. be one and fifteen, right? right? And without Tony Romo, I don't know. But I will say this much: I guarantee they win a game with Kidna. <laughs> but we'll see. That's the man to be seen too. <laughs> now, if you guys are listening to us live on the air, uh, if you listen to us live right now, if you follow the Twitter link. Or if you're on iTunes Live or a smartphone or whatever you have, uh, you can always call in and voice your opinions about the show. You want to bring up any topics, you want to bash the Cowboys, you want to root for the Rangers, or root for whatever your home team is, the NBA season is starting. You can always get in contact with the show live at 323-927-2906. That's 323-927-2906. Uh, if you guys are listening to the show on the podcast later on, you can always follow the show at blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. And we do have our own blog site, which is rfsportsradio.blogspot.com. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at rfsportsradio or email us at rfsportsradio at uh, gmail.com. So, Royce, I mean, it's so much stuff going on, so I guess let, I know we're going to have a lot of cowboy talks. Let's save that for later on in the show where we can get loud okay. and start yelling and everything. But one thing that did start off today is the NBA season did start today. And, uh, of course, all the hype uh, over the off season, over the summer, has been about the big three going to Miami. You had LeBron, you got Dwayne Wade, you got Chris Boss. And it's only right for this team to start off their season 
playing against the defending uh, Eastern Conference champions in the uh, Boston Celtics. And and it seems like uh, apparently three players don't make a team uh, because they did lose a game. Everybody talked about this team winning 72 games, and uh, they got bars in Miami that are actually saying that they'll pay for everyone's drinks every game that they lose. And I guess they I guess they ended it up today because they lost their first game. They they're 0-1 starting out the season. Uh, they lost 88 to 80 to my uh, to Boston. And although LeBron had 31 points, four rebounds, three assists, one steal, two blocks, this team uh, still couldn't win. They still couldn't win. Now we talked about this before in previous shows. It goes to show you that a team like the Boston Celtics, they're loaded. They got a huge bench. They just added new players, veteran players. They've been playing together longer. Apparently, three players can't make a team. Royce, what do you think about that? Well, you know for a fact that nobody in the NBA is going to win every game. And it's probably good to get that out the way. Like this first game, Dwayne Wade's been hurt. Uh, he's just coming back. And they hadn't had time to jail. I mean, I, I know they played some preseason games, but. Still, it's different in the regular season. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look at this as a big deal. Like I said, nobody's gonna go undefeated in the NBA. It's just one game down, and uh, I didn't expect him to beat Boston anyway. Boston's too loaded. You know, I look for Boston to repeat in the East. Uh, Miami will fill stadiums everywhere they go. That's a good thing about that. But I don't expect them to win the Eastern Conference champ. Not long as Boston's still intact. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't look at it as a big deal. You know, it's a loss. Like I said, nobody's going to be undefeated in the NBA. It's going to be a lot of losses. So, and well, it, 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 is, it is the first game. It is the first game right. as well, too. So, right. it's not like um, it's not like you know, it's just later on in the season or something like that. Right. I mean, it is the first game. So, I mean, but these guys got a lot of work to do, Royce. I mean, uh, the three players can't make up a team as we as we know. These guys have got a lot of work, a lot of stuff they need to do. Uh, I mean, so what needs to happen right now? I mean, if you look at the rest of the box score, uh, LeBron, uh, D. Wade had 13 points, although he's coming back off of a right. hamstring injury. He only played that one game. Uh, but Chris Bosh, a guy I thought that was really going to be a benefit of having LeBron and D. Wade, he only scores eight points, although he had eight rebounds. I mean, you got to have more low-post presence against a team like the Celtics. Yeah. But they don't have a, you know, one thing about Miami, and, and, and this is always, you know, the three, like you said, three players don't make a team. It's a supporting cast. You know, I'm sitting there watching the Lakers in Houston, and the Lakers are behind. The Lakers could very rarely lose this game. So, like I said, it's no big deal. The Lakers are not going to win every. Boston's not going to win every. It'll be some nights that they lose. But, like I said, the supporting cast I'm not too comfortable with, you know, uh, even though you have a three, big three, you still got to have that supporting cast. You got to have role players, you know. And I, I don't see this on this Miami team. I just don't, you know. Well, let's look at some of the box scores here. Now we talked about uh, what D Wade was able to do, and also what Chris Bosh was able to do. Uh, D Wade had 13 points. He also had uh, six turnovers as well, uh, right. and then he also had uh, four uh, rebounds. Uh, four total rebounds. But on the other side of the ball, I mean, Paul Pierce has 19 points, nine rebounds, three assists, one steal. Uh, Kevin Garnett has 10 points. Uh, Shaquille has his debut in the Boston Celtics dirty. Uh, the big shamrock, he's like to call himself. He only plays 18 minutes but does deliver nine points. 
which is a good start out for him. Of course, he always uh, doesn't start really playing until towards the playoff anyway. He did have one block, uh, five. He had seven rebounds total, so he did do some business down there. Now, this guy, Rondo, now listen to his stat, Royce. Now, Rondo's one of those players that we said we need to watch this season. He only had four points, but had 17 assists. Yeah, now see, there you go. Assists. Yeah, there you go. You don't have to, you don't have to hit ten. You don't even have to be in double figures if you got that many assists. That means if you you right. really are scoring if you got ten assists. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. And then so. Big Baby Davis is still the powerhouse off of the bench. He comes out there and goes for thirteen points off the bench. So, uh, so it was a good game. Uh, Kendra Perkins didn't actually play. Shaq actually got the. Right. A star tonight, so that was pretty good. Um, and Glenn Davis is still coming off the bench doing his thing. Even Marquise Daniels, uh, who got some playing time, to, uh, particularly going to get more playing time this season, came off the bench and had eight points. So this Boston Celtics team is stacked. I mean, they're, they're well oh, they put together. Yeah, they they're world coached. Uh, they got good veteran leadership on that team. And, and, and like I told you guys last show, this was my pick to win the East. Oh, okay. So you're going with the Celtics, huh? This is my pick they win the East. You think they're going to meet up with the Lakers again? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you, if you guys didn't see it already, uh, go back. I know they're going to show it on Sports and All Night tonight. The Lakers got their rings tonight. It was real, real well put together. A great ceremony. They had the players introduce each player. Uh, they came out there, and as soon as they said Kobe's name, everybody started chanting MVP, MVP, MVP. Uh, so, so well, you we know, know he's it's your just... MVP, not mine. Well, right. LeBron <laughs> did his job. LeBron did, I mean, 31 points. What a way to start our first game of the season. I mean, uh, he looked like he's on point. Got to get the other guys ready. But 31 points is not a joke against Boston. Well, let me ask you, you this, know? though. Let me ask you this. Now, this, now, to me, this is more the same. I mean, if he was in Cleveland, I mean, Cleveland in the Cavaliers jersey, he was going for 31 points a game, going for all those rebounds and assists, putting them to stat right. sheets, but right. wasn't winning there. So what's the difference in him doing it here and he's not? He's doing it in Miami and still not getting the win? First game, like I said, Wade, I don't think he's 100%. I think he had to carry more of the load tonight. He probably wanted to do that again, you know, later on when Wade's healthy. You know, he can rest back and, you know, 13 points, Wade do his thing. But, uh, Tonight he had to carry more of a load. And like I said, Chris Bosch didn't play that well tonight. So some nights he's going to have to hit 31. There's mm. going to be some nights he's not going to have to hit 31. So we'll see. Like I said, first game, I'm not going to count it as much because we got a long way to go. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Well, yeah. Now, right. of course, so we are watching the Lakers and the Houston Rockets game right now, so we'll get you guys updated and everything on that too. Now, this, is, this was a, a real huge uh, sports weekend, but we got a huge sports week coming up as well, too. Um, and, and first of all, let's start with just a little bit of what's going to happen here tomorrow. Uh, and it, tomorrow, our Texas Rangers uh, have their first trip to the to the World Series. Ever. playing in San Ever. Francisco. The Giants said this is their time back after going in 2002. Uh, this right here is going to be the talk of sports for the rest of this weekend uh, and, of course, next week as well, too, because these teams oh, yeah. are two teams that everyone wants to love. you got the Rangers, and, and if you guys don't know the story about the Rangers, if you're new to the Rangers or trying to get into the Rangers, 
these guys started out the season in bankruptcy. They started out right. the season with uh, not knowing who the owner is going to be this year. They started out the season with Josh Hamilton getting in a bunch of trouble again, going back to uh, drinking and getting caught taking pictures at a bar. They had the coach, the manager, Ron Watson, had a uh, got yeah, caught with sniffing cocaine. Uh, he tested positive right. for drugs. And and then throughout the season, the team was steady trying to jail, trying to win. They brought up some young players, and they didn't know who the owner was going to be. It came down to uh, 12 o'clock midnight here in Fort Worth where the judge finally awarded the team to the uh, uh, Greenberg and Ryan group. And they, it was a bidding war between them and Mark Cuban the whole night long. I mean, this team has been through, uh, if you had to write a book or put a movie together, I think you have an Oscar-nominated movie. Um, I mean, because oh, yeah. you can't even you can't write stuff like you can't, this. You can't this is write real life stuff. And I'm so glad Mark Cuban didn't get him because uh, he he's really not a baseball guy. He really wasn't a basketball guy. He, he was just a fan. And I can't imagine what he would have done with that Ranger team. But I like Nolan Ryan as a as an owner. He's a you know he finished his career with the Rangers. Uh, he he's a player's coach. I mean, he's a player. You know, he played the game. And uh, I, I, I'm so happy for him. You know, like I said, nobody's thinking about the Cowboys. They're on the bottom of the list here in Dallas. Yeah, they're, they're way at the bottom. And everybody's thinking about the Rangers. The, the guys at the game uh, last night, Monday night game, were actually chanting, let's go Rangers. <laughs> after oh, yeah. After oh, the Cowboys oh, had yeah. a bad showing oh, last yeah. night. But we're going to definitely get into that, too. Then let me ask oh, you this, Royce. Yeah. You got the pitching of the uh, – and if you guys don't know, the Giants lead the league in pitching as far as ERA is oh, concerned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're going against us. And, and the Giants, now here, here's an interesting fact for you, Royce. The Giants, um, they haven't scored five runs in any game. But the Rangers have beat every team, every game, won every game by five right. runs. Five runs, uh, right. So you, so you tell me who's going to win this matchup. Is it going to be pitching or is it going to be power hitting? Well, I tell you what, the Rangers showed me with Tampa Bay and the Yankees. Now, they don't have no just no meteorical pitches on those two teams. But go to show me that they could probably hit anybody. I'm going to say they keep hitting because the bats are hot right now. At least I hope they do. Uh, keep hitting. Uh, like I said, Pettit is no joke. You know, they had uh, Tampa Bay had good pitching. You know, so I look for them to continue. You know, I think they made it, they made it by the strength of their offense. You know, as long as they don't make any defensive mistakes, I think they'd be okay. I yeah. think they don't have no errors. I think they'd be okay. And so far, it's been error-free basketball. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, error-free baseball. baseball. Right, right. If they and, can and continue that, is, mm-hmm. and my they thing can continue that. I, I don't, I don't know if you, I don't know if you notice or not, Royce. I didn't mean to cut you out, but I wanted to let you know one person that I think is going to be. Good either way it goes, no matter how the series goes, and that's Benji Molina. Actually, Benji Molina is going to get a ring either way. Uh, the Giants oh, yeah. organization have said that they're going to go ahead and give him a ring if they win because he did spend time with them this year. Right, and right. if he wins with the Rangers, he, he gets a ring. So, I mean, I think he's rooting for himself wow. right now. <laughs> yeah, wow. So he, right he's, now. he's in perfect position, right? Perfect position. Perfect well, that's, position. That's, pretty, that's pretty highly of him. I don't know how many teams would do that, but. You know, uh, he did play most of the season there, so mm-hmm. you know uh, that that most team that that's a good gesture. I like that. Like I said, 
So I think he would much rather win one with the team he's at. You right. know. Uh, right. So we'll see. Yeah, he, he will. Wow, that's, that's great, man. I mean, you couldn't yeah. ask for better than that. So he's going to get a ring tomorrow, either way. Either way, he gets a ring. And then tomorrow night, you guys, you got to tune in to the World Series tomorrow night. Uh, you got two of the best pitchers of this day and age in the world. In the world. Right. You got Tim Linsengun going up against uh, Cliff Lee. And if you guys, I mean, if you guys haven't seen either one of these guys pitch, if you're not a big baseball fan, I, I, I promise you, if you tune in tomorrow, you're going to see something spectacular. And plus, it's the World Series, so who doesn't like playoff right. uh, baseball? Right. Especially with a team right. that's never been there before. It's a beautiful park. It's a great home run park if you can get into the bay. Yeah. Perfect, and I plan that the Rams are going to get into the bay. I, I think they really will. Now, before we give a prediction, Royce, now we talked about last series. Who's going to be the guy to watch? Who's going to make the series for the Rangers? And the guy we pinpointed was Josh Hamilton. And he didn't disappoint right. us. He didn't disappoint right. us not one bit. He was actually named MVP for the LCS. He had home runs. He had runs. He, he did it when he was supposed to do it. So who's the guy right. we're looking for in this series to be that guy to lead the Rangers to a win? Yeah, wow, that's a good question. I don't know. You know, it could be a number of players. <laughs> I mean, because every night somebody has stepped up, you know what I mean? Even when Josh wasn't doing so good with Tampa Bay, you know, other guys stepped up. I, 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 you know, that's a good question. I, I, I couldn't even tell you. I'm not going to even guess on that. I'm going to say the whole organization. <laughs> I'm going to go as far as to say that. I'm not going to pinpoint one player. I'm going to say the whole organization is going to step up. Yeah, so we'll see. yeah. Now, the guy I'm looking for to really make a difference in the series, Roy, is I, I, I'm looking for Josh Hamilton to do it again because I think he will. Uh-huh. But a guy I'm thinking about is Vlad Guerrero. And Guerrero actually kind of right. woke up towards the end of the, at the end of that series, last series, having yeah, that big did. game in game six. And I'm looking for him to be a veteran, to be a leader, and do something. I mean, he's going to be actually playing in the um, in the outfield on tomorrow so they can get him into the, into the rotation uh, or into uh, the uh, lineup. Uh, because, of right. course, they got to play National League rules, so Cliff Lee's going to get a chance right. to bat. Uh, he was taking batting right. practice and stuff today. But I think Vlad yeah. is going to be that guy. Uh, he's used to playing on the West Coast, and I think he'll love playing in that park. And I, I'm looking for him to be that guy. He can hit the ball anywhere. We already know that. Oh, yeah. But I'm looking oh, for yeah. him to be that guy to, to really kind of lead the Rangers where they want to go. So I'm really looking forward to that tomorrow. So what's and your prediction, Russ? How many, who's going to win? We don't have to worry about Lee as long as he pitch good. He don't have right. to hit the ball. But uh, I, I, I say it's going to go six games, and I give it to the Rangers. I'm going to say six games. You'll say six. Now, we said six you? last series, you? and we were right. Uh, were right. So I'm going to go with say? six again this series. Okay. I think, I think we'll good. win at six. Right. Okay. I don't want it to go seven. I'd rather go six. Gonna get over with, but I like I said, I'm biased. I can't but root for the Rangers. This is the first time ever in the organization, you know what I mean? And in Dallas, you know what I mean? You and I went to a lot of games, a lot of years, you know. They either fail after All Star break, and they fail to make the playoffs, you know. And they could never beat the Yankees. They finally learned how to do all three of those things. So uh, you can't but root for them. Like I said, Cinderella story. And uh, what pace, what perfect way to end the season, you know, with a with a series championship. So yeah. I'm going to the Rangers. I think 
I'm going for the Rangers. I say the Rangers is six, and uh, I think I think we might even come on the air tomorrow night after that game because this is going to be a good game. Oh uh, yeah. I think it's going to oh, come yeah. down to the wire. Maybe a one nothing, two nothing game, but it's going to be a great game, great pitching game. So you guys stay tuned in and locked in for that game. That's going to be a real a real good game. Oh yeah, five really runs to get game. your win. Five runs to get your win. I do believe that you get five runs. Yeah. Like that Giants, uh, that, that's that's pretty good. I think that'll get you a win, five runs. So if they now can we keep have, scoring the way they're doing, they'll be all right. Mm-hmm, I think so, too. Now, we do have a real short show today, uh, so we want to go ahead and get into a couple of NFL action real quick. Uh, NFL Week okay. 7 is in the books. So much stuff to talk about in Week 7. As you guys know, this has been that's the hardest, hardest season to pick. Oh, man, it's been hard to pick. Although I did yes, win this time by one game. I did win by one game. So let me just say that oh, you uh, did? Rick was second. I did win. I won by one game. No, I, I was third again. What game? It wasn't well, the Cowboys game. You tied. You actually tied. You and Rick tied. Y'all tied. Since the Cowboys lost, they gave you the tie. Well, you know, there's a lot of upset Sunday. I mean, like the Saints lost. I think the Saints. You know, and uh, uh, Buffalo Bills almost won that game. So uh, uh, Tampa Bay won, you know. So it was a lot. Of, I tell you what, this is the weirdest season for us picking teams because I, no one team is dominating that you're sure they're gonna win. I think we we reverted back to the way it was in the old days on any given Sunday. Anybody can beat anybody, and we're seeing that now. You know what I mean? Teams you didn't expect to win or winning. Nobody expected Kansas City to go as far as they did. You know what I mean? And uh, teams like uh, uh, the Rams have been winning. You know what I mean? So it's really hard to pick this year because nobody is a clear front runner. Nobody's undefeated. This is the first time I can ever remember no team has been, you know, no team undefeated, you know. So maybe maybe everybody's saving their run for the second half of the season. I think that's going to be whoever gets on a winning streak in the last part of this season. Uh, it's going to probably go, you know, dominate. That's why I look at it. It's not how you start, it's how you finish anyway. So we'll see. Except in the yeah. Cowboys case. That's another oh, man, we got to get to that. Oh, we got to get to that. But before we get to the Cowboys real quick and we crucify them and, and hold their eulogy real quick, we let's go through some of the scores that we have. We have the, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, they lose to the Falcons. I yeah. Had another big day, those three TDs, uh, went for over 400 yards, 412 yards passing. Uh, but, again, the Bengals just can't seem to get the win. That defense is so soft in the middle. I don't know what they're yeah. going to do about that. Uh, Matt Ryan had 299 yards, three TDs. Uh, and this guy, <laughs> Roddy White, I mean, 11 receptions, 201 yards. And oh, yeah, TDs. he was on fire. He on was on fire. fire. On fire. So he I know he won, a, he won plenty. He won plenty of fantasy games on Sunday. If you had Roddy White, you were oh, in good yeah. business. You were in real good shape. And he got the game time. ball. He got the game exactly. ball, too. He should have. Right. He should have. Now, this game, uh, the Redskins and the Bears, the Redskins beat the Bears 17-14. The Redskins are 4-3. and three. Uh, Of course, they're right up there with the uh, Giants as far as contenders in the NFC right. East. Right. Uh, but they right. beat the Bears, dropped the Bears at 4-3, and three, uh, uh, and we thought this Bears team was a lot better than it was, but they got to do something about his sacks on Cutler. I mean, Cutler, he, he, he's getting sacked, he's getting pressured, he throws four picks. 
Those four yeah, picks. Can, four yeah. picks to D'Angelo Hall. D'Angelo Hall has a game of his life and gets four picks. And right. the, the whole game was a real sloppy game. No one could hold the ball. People fumbling, right. uh, interceptions, picks. It was a real sloppy game. McNabb goes for 200 yards even and one TD. Color 281 yards and one TD. But they got to do something about this by color, man. I mean, what, oh, what, cut, what needs to won't be able to play long if they keep hitting him like this. <laughs> I mean, I, what, what, what I think they should do like they did in Denver, and uh, he doesn't roll out as much as he used to. Remember he, when he was with the Broncos, they always had him rolling out, uh, Shanahan's thing. I think he, you know, him standing in the pocket, he holds the ball too long. They need to have a, either moving pocket or moving around a little bit more. Because he's getting killed. His offensive line is not doing the job. He's getting damaged. Yeah. So we'll. Now, when they they asked him right before, I thought it was interesting when they asked him right before the game um, about Shanahan. Of course, he did play a year under Shanahan before Shanahan left. He said, oh, yeah, Shanahan runs a real quarterback friendly offense. You know, he was standing up most of the time under Shanahan. Uh, He had the problem once Josh McDaniel took the ham. But if you could tell, Mike Marsh is letting this guy get killed. He's leaving no protection back there. He wants everybody out. He's taking seven-step drops instead of three-step drops. I mean, and, and Mike Marsh is getting this guy killed out there. They might can get the home we, run pass every now and then, but he's getting killed right now. Well, you know, the, talk, the thing about Marsh is he is, uh, you know, he's pass-happy. And uh, everybody knows that. And uh, he's going to come out. I don't look for him to be there next year if you don't come up with something different. But color, because they say he's getting him hammered. You know, Kyle Harden had better protection when he was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what it is. But they they need to have a moving pocket for him. Or either, you know, have him roll out. And he's perfect. I mean, he, he's a rollout quarterback. Yeah. You know, yeah. But, but the system that guy, he's playing, a, he's playing a, he's a pocket quarterback. That's not going to work. And then you got the uh, couple other games real quick. You got the Chiefs. They defeat the Jaguars 42-20. to 20. Uh, the Dolphins lose a close game to the Steelers on a on a play that was controversial. I don't think is even a good word. Uh, Big Ben was trying to get into the touchdown, fumbles it before it gets in. But apparently they can't determine uh, who recovered the fumble. To me, and I was always taught playing football, if you come up with the ball, if the ball is loose, you got the fumble. So I don't know why it was so hard for the referees not to say, well, who come up with the ball and, and get reward that team the ball. But I thought that was a bad play. Uh, something that, you know, cost the Dolphins a game because they actually kick a field goal and go up to win. And then you had the uh, Saints and the Browns. The Browns beat the Saints 30-17. to I don't know what happened in this game. If yeah, I don't know Browns what happened. If the win, then kudos for you. Now, I should have known better, Royce. I didn't know this, but the last three years, the Browns have always beat the defending Super Bowl champs. And they beat the Saints at home. I should have known better before I made this pick. Well, the Saints had been playing like the Saints of last year. Uh, it was just a matter of time before they lose one. A lot of games were very close, you know, but I, like I said, it's not the same team. And uh, like I said, uh, it was just one of those weird Sundays. I mean, Drew Brees was awful. Uh, what did he mm-hmm. throw? Three interceptions? Three yeah. interceptions, yeah. you know, it's hard. To have that many turnovers and lose, except New York did it to Dallas. I think they had mm-hmm. five turnovers and one. Actually, I mean, that's not supposed to happen. Actually, Breeze ends up throwing uh, four picks. 
Right. Right. You can't win right. like that. You can't turn now against any team except mm-hmm. Dallas. You know. Now, a team, uh, a game that I did pick and win, that did give me the win, and this is the game that gave me the win, was the Bucks and the Rams. Because uh, actually the Rams should have won this game. Josh Freeman, growing up before our, our very eyes right now, throws oh, a yeah. touchdown to win with 10 seconds left to Cadillac Williams, and they get the win. Uh, then you had the Panthers finally getting their first win against the 49ers, uh, another team that's only won one game this season. Uh, right, they, we, yeah. we know what we're talking about on that. And then, of course, uh, the Ravens win a close game, a real close game against the Bills. The Bills can't seem to get yeah. out there. Oh, uh, but it seems the Bills are putting up some huge numbers. Again, Fitzpatrick, if you don't have this guy on your fantasy team, you might be able to look right. into it. He's going 374 yards, four TDs. And he's done this consistently throughout the season. So the offense is there. It's got to do something about the defense. So you know, who knows what's going to yeah. happen with the Bills. And then you have the Seahawks beat the Cardinals 22-10. to uh, you also had the um, the Raiders and the Broncos, and the Raiders came out mashing right from the gate. I think it was wow, twenty four to zero in the first quarter. What is it called? Fifty nine, fifty seven points. What was it? I mean, ridiculous score. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a franchise history for Oakland, isn't it? I think that was a, that was a that was a, a huge game. They put up fifty nine. Right. Uh, and my running back of the day for Sunday has to go to McFadden. McFadden goes 165 yards, wow, three TDs, and only 16 carries. So that was huge. Yeah. Now I got to get to my my receiver of the day. It's not going to be Roddy White, but it's got to be Kenny Britt. Kenny Britt, the rookie in Tennessee, goes for three touchdowns. Um, he actually had um, he actually had 225 yards receiving on seven catches for three touchdowns. Wow. If you had him on your fantasy team. You won, and you won big. Uh, that should have put you in the yeah. first place right there. And, boy, you know, I tell you, boys, the lines, are, the lines are lighting up right now for this Cowboy talk. Oh, yeah. We're going to have you know, a real mean Cowboy roundtable. Well, I want to go last <laughs> when we do have the roundtable. I want to hear you, I, the same excuses y'all been giving me for the last six weeks. So uh, I, we might as well start the discussion now. The line, for lines are lit up. Let's go with it. And, of course, we do got uh, the Vikings and the Packers, in which they played uh, on Sunday night. The Packers escaped 28-24. Uh, to 24, And we'll talk a little bit about that game here in just a second. But the uh, Chargers and the Patriots, the Patriots come out, score some big points right here. I did pick the Patriots to win on the strength, really giving me the uh, giving me the, the, the run down on the Patriots, convincing me to pick right. them to win. And, again, they do it again. They win by three points and beat the Chargers. Uh, then, of course, you have the Vikings and the uh, Packers game. And the thing I want to take away from the game is, is Favre. Uh, Favre has got uh, fractures in his uh, ankle. Uh, they don't know if right. he's going to play. Yeah. You saw him limping around. You saw him hobbling around. Let me ask you, Royce, your opinion real quick. Does Favre play on Sunday? Does the streak come to no. an end, or is he going to play? No, I, I think it comes to an end. He's hurt too bad. And, and like I said, the older he gets, the harder he is to heal. You know, and that might not be a bad thing for Minnesota since he's been playing so badly, you know. And uh, with Javaris Jackson, I think he can step in. And uh, he's, a, he's a little bit more mobile than Brett, you know what I mean. Uh, they got a great personnel. And all he had to do was just don't make mistakes, you know. 
I think I think that might not be a bad thing for Minnesota. You know, and he is a quarterback on the future. You got to let him play sometime. I mean, if you're banking on just this year, you, you're pretty bad. You got to think about the future too. So after this year, when Brett's far gone, what you gonna do? Yeah. My thing is, I, I, you know, I, I say I say he can sit down. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, no one's gonna beat your streak. You know, what I mean, it's, it's not know. like there's nobody know. pressing you to beat your streak, playing consistently. Right. You know, you're hurt. You're throwing picks. Right. You can't run. You can't right. do anything. You're hurting your team. Right. You're hurting your team at this point. Right. Let the, let Tavares right. Jackson play because he's gonna have to play eventually. I mean, Brad Childers and the Minnesota Vikings can't keep hiding this guy. He's got to be the quarterback right. eventually. You got a young team. Right. Let That's this right. guy play. I mean, you've only won yeah, two right. games this season. Right. I don't understand right. why you don't sit Brett Favre down, let him hold a clipboard, let him stand there and mentor these young guys, uh, and yeah, go ahead and get out there and play. Right, right. But like I said, Brett Favre, I, I, I think he regrets coming back. You know, uh, it's. It, 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 I, like I said, I predicted him not to make the whole year anyway. So, sit out this game. You know, your streak is not going to be broken for a long time. You know, and you have nothing to be ashamed of. You still got all kind of records. But like I said, it's time to it's time for a change of the guard. Like I said, you, you do have to think about your team next year and on down the line. You know, and he will be a great mentor for him before he leaves. So, he can learn something. So, yeah, we'll, we'll I see. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Now we're going to get the uh, Cowboys roundtable started. If you guys listen to us live, whether you follow the link on Twitter or whether you are live at blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. Um, if you guys want to call in, you're more than welcome to. The number again is 323-927-2906. That's 323-927-2906. So without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce our Cowboys roundtable. Uh, of course, we got our usual suspects lined up as well, too. So let me introduce first uh, Rick, uh, a, a big NFL contributor to the program, also an NBA guy too. He picks with us on Thursday. And you guys tied, Royce, on your picks. I beat you guys this year, so I beat you guys this week, rather. Uh, so let me bring Rick on the line. Rick, how you doing tonight, man? I'm good, man. How y'all doing, man? How's it good, going, man? Rick, How's it going there, Roy? Uh, Rick, I, I called you uh, Monday night. Uh, I didn't get you get my message. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the message. You know, I, <laughs> you know, it, it kind of hurt my feelings too, man. I couldn't believe. So right. I expected that out of Chris, man, but I didn't expect that one out of you, man. That kind of hurt my feelings, man. Oh, it did. I, I apologize, but I do need my. Man, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just playing, man. You know, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing about the league. I'm not playing about the league. <laughs> nah. I wasn't. I wasn't about, no about to take that call though. Once, once it started getting tight on him, man, I went on to push the power button on the phone. I wasn't excited. <laughs> okay. I got the Rick... message when I woke up, and I would laugh. You know, I would laugh. Boy, y'all something up. Are y'all ready to do the eulogy on the Cowboys? Now, Rick, before I, before we get into this Cowboys talk, I'm gonna ask you a quick question, real quick. Should Far play or should he sit down? Far should sit down. Sit down. I agree. And I don't really, I agree. you know, and I'm not, Far need to sit down more so, you know, for the team. Not only do we need to sit down for himself because he's hurt, man, chill out, but the team need to put themselves in a situation where they can move forward because Far's not going to be yeah, there. Yeah, I agree. I, know that. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, you got your, you got your opinion on that. 
And then uh, that, without, let me go ahead and welcome in our other roundtable uh, guest as well, to another contributor to the show. And he did pick for, pick with us on, for the first time uh, last Thursday and came in last. So welcome to the picks with your, with your last place real quick. <laughs> we got Toes on the line. Toes, how you doing, man? Yeah, well, I'm doing good, and I'd like to thank you for pointing out the places I came in last week. That won't happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we all been there. We all been there. Like I said, it's so crazy now in the NFL. It's hard to predict who's going to win now. It really is. No, nah, we, we all ain't been there. We all ain't been there. <laughs> it's a, yeah. I think this is it's the most competitive year that I've seen in a long time. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a weird, weird football year. Now, let me ask you before we get into the roundtable, welcome in our last uh, roundtable guest. Let me ask you real quick, should Favre sit or should he play? Um, Favre should sit down. I mean, he may not be walking after two more games. Right. I agree. So, we all we got everybody decides he needs to sit down, so... We'll, we'll definitely, uh, a week, week, so far it's, it's, it's unanimous, sit down. Uh, we want to welcome in our last guest of the show uh, for the roundtable on the Cowboys and all things NFL, but our number one Patriot contributor to the show. Uh, and, of course, we got to welcome him in the right way. Uh, we're going to call him Mr. Tom Brady, Mr. Bill Belichick, Mr. All-Around <laughs> Patriot. Um, and i got to welcome Chris on to the show. Chris, how you doing tonight, man? Oh, we doing all right, man. Feeling like a winner week after week, baby. <laughs> <laughs> now, Chris, before before we get into this discussion about the Cowboys real quick, I know you're going to light us up. I know you're going to light me up especially. Let me ask you real quick about Favre. As you know, he's got the fractures in the ankles. Uh, he's limping around. They're saying that he can take a shot that maybe can numb him for the rest nah. of the season if he gets out there and play. Now, what is, what's your opinion? You know football, so should Favre play or should he sit? Well, personally, man, uh, Favre, Favre will forever be involved with football. I mean, I'm convinced at this point that Favre will be doing something with football pretty much until he croaks, man. I mean, he's, he's going to be quarterback coaching or assistant coaching probably in a few years if he does decide to sit down. They'll keep him on the payroll somewhere to mentor some boys. He, he'll just always be involved in football. To me, personally, I don't know. He'll... he'll I personally think he could probably, you know, still get out there and play. I mean, he ain't in the best right now, but, I mean, you know, your quarterback ain't in the best neither right now. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's that's true. Yeah, I mean, that that happens to everybody. You know, you got a bunch of people out there that have, you know I mean, good strikes and actually good players. You know what I mean? I mean, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the game right now. Name me, name me, what? Five quarterbacks that are better than five right now, but I mean, as far as like he's just in a rut right now. Well, it's, it's I easy. Think I think it's easy to name. It's easy to name five quarterbacks that are probably better than five right now, with the fact he's on got his bad elbow and his bad ankle right now. I mean, it's hard to yeah, say. I mean, right paper. now, right now, his play is affecting affecting the team. And to me, hey, man, I, I, everybody on that team play is affecting that team, man. It ain't just five. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I think he's hurting. The, I think he's hurting the team uh, rather than helping. I really do, uh, because he's been uh, indecisive this year. He's he's made a lot of errors. You know what I mean? He can still throw the ball, but he's not mobile. 
you know, that Oyster team. I think he does Oyster team. Now, guys, let's go ahead and get into the roundtable real quick. I'm going to bring you guys right back on. But let me just ask you guys real quick. Let's go ahead and get the elephant out the room, okay? Uh, Romo goes down in the second quarter, broken collarbone, six to eight weeks, say he doesn't need surgery. I don't know why he won't go ahead and get it. But to me, he's out for the – this is say he's out for the season. He's out for the season. Now, let me just get you guys' initial thoughts before I give you mine. Let me give you my thoughts first, okay? The, the Cowboys, number one, is a team they suck, okay? I, and you know wow. I'm a big Cowboys fan. Let me just say that right now. The Cowboys suck. I said that when we started the show. Now, now with the, without Romo, without Romo, I don't I don't know what to think about the Cowboys at this point. You bring in John Kidna, which I I don't agree with, number one. I, I'd rather see Stephen McGee. Either he's going to be a backup or he's not going to be. I want to see this guy play. But you bring in John Kidna. Kidna hadn't started uh, I mean, Kidna's been in the league 14 years and gets in the game and has 14 straight three and outs. You know, so so let me let me just ask you guys one by one real quick your initial thoughts about Romo and what this does for the Cowboys and, and, and who you think should be playing quarterback for the Cowboys real quick. And, and Rick, I'll start with you. Well, if, if what they say is true about Romo's injury, you know, and, and where they broke it at and surgery won't really help that, you know, I don't think he should have surgery. You know, I think he should go ahead and sit that out. But, you know, the Cowboys don't really have much of a chance with Romo at this point. You know, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just being real. If, if the Cowboys, they're going to have to go out there and go some kind of streak that ain't nobody ever seen before. Mathematically, it's possible. But once you start talking mathematically, usually you out of that. You know, so as far as John Kidd is concerned, I don't really agree with having him out there. I think they should have somebody else out there. But, you know, give that man some credit. He's been in the league for 14 years, and it's it's been a reason. You know, and he's had good seasons before. He could throw the ball, you know, but it just took him a while actually in that game to get adjusted to what was going on out there. He ain't been taking no snaps in practice and ain't none, of, none of that kind of stuff. So, you know, I don't really – you know, fought John Kittner just for that. You know, the Cowboys was terrible out there. That was the problem. Oh, it wasn't just John Kittner. The Cowboys was terrible. You know, they come out there, they get the turnovers at the beginning of the game and put them, and put them in some, a good situation. And the offense really should have took advantage of that. They took advantage of it once, but, you know, they should have took way more advantage of that. You know, the defense, I think they got tired out there. I really do. You know, if the yeah. offense can get out there, sustain some drives, you know, it, it keeps the defense over the rest. The Cowboys just didn't play good, man. Only yeah. person out there that really I thought was out there doing this thing was that boy, Dez Bryant. I told you oh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the defense. Then we're going to talk about Dez. Killing it. Yeah, I think we're going to talk about the defense. Then we're going to talk about Dez. Now, Chosen, I'm going to let you weigh in real quick on this quarterback situation and and Romo being out and, and Kidna being the starter. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, you know, I, I got I got to say I, I agree with my man here. I mean, you know, the season is pretty much over with for the Cowboys, no matter who we decide to roll with. This was the this was the most important game of the season for me. The Giants have been beating us in the ground, you know, the past five, six years running when it really counts. And so you know, it, them putting that hit on Romo 
you know, I, I'm not convinced that, you know, hey, maybe this was just a fluff, you know, to, to let us make it through the end of the season, man. Now, Kit, I have no faith in him at all. I agree with you, Rifle Man. You know, I think we need to see what the other quarterback is all about and really start exploring some other options. Um, and that's just my take on it for right now. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you on that. Now, 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 Chris. Now I know you're gonna lay into the boys. Go ahead, man. Go, go and get started. What you gonna say? It's just sad, man. It's just sad. <laughs> it's just sad, man. <laughs> the season was over with before it started, man. I don't know why George Bush, George W. Your president. Then you went and put him back there in a the helmet behind your offensive line, man. Uh, I just, you know, it, I mean, we out for the season. He was out for the season before it even started, man. Romo is not no Super Bowl quarterback, man. I'm sorry. I don't care what kind of spin you put on it or whatever offensive line you put in front of him. He ain't no Super Bowl quarterback. He's one of them people that's, that's all right. You know what I mean? He have a good Sunday every now and then. I have a good season every now and then. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, come on, man. He ain't that dude. Quit trying to make him that dude. He ain't that dude. I mean, personally... I just think the whole Cowboys organization needs some restructuring. First of all, I love Jerry, man. I love Jerry. I do. He he makes sure he spends almost his last dollar to make sure we, we win and look good doing it. Now, I mean, but the only problem is I, I, there's a couple of problems in there, there's viruses that are infected. And I've said this since the season started, that you have – People like your offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett, who wasn't a good quarterback. So I don't know what in the world makes you think he'd become a good offensive coordinator. He was second string. He never was starter, man. And then you got you have somebody like Dave Campo still on the payroll. You have people like Switzer still in the house after he got out of head coaching job. It's just needs some restructuring, man. Your whole, the whole thinking process needs to be restructured. You know what I mean? The head coach needs to be the head coach. You know what I mean? He need to have his own staff, his own people in there, not somebody who, you know, who's already been in there and just rotates out with the head coaches. I mean, what what is that? I mean, how do you now, expect jail when you okay. add in all these personality, big money people in there? I mean, I don't I don't understand how you think that would work. Now we're all, we're all in consensus okay. that the season is 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 basically over. I mean, that's true. We all in consensus on that. Now you bring up a good point, Chris, about the whole. Uh, well, let me let me say my point. My, my next, me, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get to your point because my next question, and Royce, I want you to answer it first. Is nah, what nah, happens nah. with the coach? Now, if we okay. if we go back three years up in the Delorean uh, with McFly and go back three years real quick, uh, if you guys right. remember, Jason Garrett was the hottest name out there, and he basically brought Jason Garrett in and kept him here because he thought Jason Garrett was going to be the guy. To develop, yes, he didn't. He didn't have coordinator to review. Once they got tape on Garrett and his procedures, man, he was through. He was out of there. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly what happened. And see, the thing is that that if you think about it, that's the reason that Bill left. Bill didn't want Jason Garrett to be his offensive coordinator, and Jerry tried to force him like, "Hey, we want this guy to be the offensive coordinator because eventually we want him to be the head coach when you leave." Bill wasn't going for that. He knew that Jason Garrett wasn't going to be that guy, and thus we have Wade Phillips here. Now, Jason Garrett's contract is up at the end of the year. Phillips' contract is up next uh, next season, at the end of next season, if we have a season next year. 
So, Royce, I want you to answer this one first. What happens to the quarterback now that we're one and five and the season's over with? Okay, I'm gonna say this. Uh, y'all well, listen to the coach. I'm sorry. Well, to the coach now. Uh, uh, okay. Well, let me. I'm gonna get on that second. Let me finish the first question about the Cowboys and Tony Romo. Okay, because I think you kind of skipped over me on that. One. I'm gonna give you few little Cowboy fans a rare hope. Yeah, I remember when uh, Vince Young went down. They put in uh, Kerry Collins to play. Might not be right. a bad idea to have Kitten in there because. Tony Romo has been terrible all year. I mean, I know he's thrown for a lot of yards, but his decision-making is terrible. Maybe a veteran quarterback would make better decisions with the ball. Uh, so that's the little hope y'all have. I do predict him to win some games with Kittner. You can say what you want about it, but the guy, like I said, experience counts for a lot. Cowboy season is over. I will say that much, simply by the fact is this team – even after six games, are unable to jail or produce any kind of win. That's the firm thing. I see them out there running plays, but I don't see a game plan. You have to come every week. And uh, Tennessee exploited it, and New York exploited it last night. It's your secondary on defense just killing you. Hmm. And on offense, it's your offensive line. Uh, you got good receivers and, and, and a running back. Y'all don't have three running backs, but I bet y'all didn't gain 60 yards running the ball with three running backs. There's something wrong with that. Y'all need a running back that should have drafted a quarterback last year. And uh, Tony Romo, far as I'm concerned, a quarterback in the future or whatever is over with. And about Actually, actually uh, Phoenix Jones only had uh, was leading rush with 35 yards. That, that, that's right. Y'all have no – you you can't you can't win without a runner. I mean you you got to run the ball, set up the pass, and vice versa. But everybody knows that Dallas is is, is, is they have gained a hundred. I don't think they gained a hundred yards yet, have they? Yeah, this season nobody won yard game. Okay, one game. Mm-hmm. But you got back to run a hundred yards every week. One back. Right. Now we y'all got right. three back. You know, so you have no running game. You you weak on the defensive. You know, Tennessee exploded that. New York exploded that. Now everybody knows that your secondary sucks, and they're going to pick on y'all, and I can't see you winning games. But you do have a chance to win with Kittner because Tony Romo has not shown leadership, and, and, it, and it, it, you got to experience quarterback that's not going to that – Kittner shouldn't make the same mistakes. Tony so, let me ask you, so let me ask you about the coaching staff. I mean, about what happens hey, to the coaching fine, staff fine, now? Fine. You got too many good coaches out there not working that you can go get and turn this whole thing around. Tony Dungy, I mean, you got a lot of coaches out there. I think you fire away Phillips. I mean, I mean, he gave him enough chances. He's been there long enough to do so, something. And Jason Garrett, uh, uh, like I said, uh, for the offensive coordinator, I could call better plays. Yeah. And Jerry, I, mean, I remember Jerry three years ago had a chance to coach Baltimore. He had a chance to coach um, uh, Atlanta. And Jerry kept this guy here. His contract is up at the end of the year. Now, Toes, I want to bring you in real quick. Now, you tell me what happens to this coaching staff now that the Cowboys are 1-5 and five and Romo's down. What should happen right now with the coaches? I, you know, I just have to repeat to Royce. Royce, he made this statement, you know, I think the first night on on the show, you know, that I was, that I was on the show, you know, somebody should have been fired. 
You know, somebody needs to be oh, fired yeah. now. Something needs yeah. to happen. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, it is, can you say total meltdown with the, with the coaching staff? I mean, right. here's my thing. When the game started off and you see this interception that's headed back the other way and right. we score a touchdown, I'm like, okay, we're doing good. Then we get the second touchdown and we come back and I'm like, can it be? I'm like, the season is saved. <laughs> and there goes the receiver that I told y'all was not the man. I told y'all I had no faith in Miles Austin. I just knew he right. was not the superstar. And, you know, right. critical passes, you know, we might we, we could have got T.O. following that, man. And, yeah, and, and right. we yeah. settled for three, yeah. and then they come back and jam it, jam it down our throat. And I'm worried, are we going to make it through the half with the lead? I mean, that's right. that, 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 from coaching to uh, the leadership on the field, I you know I, right. I I agree that the offensive line is just totally garbage. You know we we don't have a run game at all, and I mean no. you know the only receivers that I have faith in right now are are really Whitman and 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 Bryant and that's it. Bryant, right. Now you brought up a good point because I mean uh, uh, Miles Austin didn't look like Miles Austin at all last night. He's I mean he missed some passes to the cost. He went some sauce. He, he bossed. He should have caught. They went the whole offseason in the draft without bringing in any offensive linemen, any safeties whatsoever. And that's got to follow not just uh, not just um, they got to follow yeah. the coaching staff and on Jerry as a GM. I mean, right. he didn't address right. a lot of needs that this team had last year. Um, and Rick, right. I know you got to weigh in on this, man. So what happens with the coaching staff now? Uh, now that they're, I mean, the season's over with. So I mean, should we fire Wade now? And Brent, let Gary go well, ahead and run it to the ground so he can, so people can see what a fraud he is. Well, you know, I got a, a cool opinion on that situation. But before I say that, I want to make it clear that I'm still riding with Tony Romo. You know, I still think Tony Romo is a good quarterback. He's hurt. You feel me? He's hurt. So about the point he was hurt? Right now, we can't rely on him. But. Although the offense wasn't moving the ball, you know, you um, didn't take advantage of those situations while he was in there. Romo was still pretty sharp. Miles Austin missed some critical passes and stuff like that. I don't blame that on Romo. Romo was still pretty sharp out there, you know, but he went down and so it goes, you know. But, you know, to answer your question about the culture staff, this is the, the show where I'm going to actually give, you know, other teams some credit, you know, and that even goes for the Washington Redskins. I don't like them. I hate them, you know, but Daniel Snyder, he always biting everything Jerry Jones do. Jerry Jones needs to bite what he's doing. Bring in a right. coaching staff and just let right. them take over the right. situation and just right. sit right. back one time. You know, he needs to bite that situation. Right. You know, right. even like the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots go out there. They get good players on the field, but they get coached the right way. They get right. coached the right way, no matter right. what you say about them. Even though I say Bill Belichick is a cheater, they still get coached the right way. They have a system. They quarterback right. went down. They brought in somebody ain't nobody ever known before, but the system still kept going. You know what right. I'm saying? The Cowboys need to start doing things like that, period. They need to start doing that. Get rid of Wade Phillips, right. man. Wade Phillips has won a lot of games. I appreciate you for that. You had a nice career. 
They need to bring in a coaching staff that's going to take charge, and Jerry need to sit back. That's what they need to do. Well, let me ask y'all a question. Let me ask y'all a question. Now, 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 maybe it's just me, but I don't see the Cowboys going out every week, whatever the opponent is, with a game plan. You, they don't exploit a certain back. They don't exploit a certain lineman. You know what I mean? I, I don't see a game plan plan to beat anybody. Right. I just don't see it. To me, it's out there that they're trying this and trying that, but I don't see them coming every week. And it's, I think this is the reason why they lose, because they don't have a set game plan mm-hmm. where I see other teams mm-hmm. do it. You know what I mean? Well, look at this. Let me take it back you. Let me take it back you. Basically, the, I agree with you. There is no game plan. When when you have people like Jason Garrett in there as your offensive coordinator, who's really not a coordinator, because every coordinator out there's job, if the offense is not working, to change it up. Here's a person where you have him running, basically, and I'm talking about when they played the Redskins, you have him running the same play back-to-back, then you run the same play like twice in what, in one quarter or in one right, series or something? Right, right. I mean, and look, yeah. Man, ain't, ain't, there's nobody in there that's really a, a, a coach. You just got these people in here right. who you feel can go ahead and make it happen. They're not coaches, man. Go get you somebody that's good at what they do and that's going to make it happen, man. And the object of the just, game to exploit the other team is going out there and getting coached. And you look at that stuff, it's the same thing like I appreciate what Rick said, man, as far as like how the, how the Patriots go. Like I said, when we lost Randy, man, I said, man, I trust the mindset of Belichick a hell of a lot more than I trust the hands of Randy Moss, man. I love him, but, man, you got to have the coaching down, man. So you look at where they they got themselves in another position. The boys getting coached right. They they basically take no names and turn them into household names and turn them into winners. People say what they want about Dion Branch, but the boy got two rings at home and an MVP trophy on the shelf. Tell me how many players that ran through the 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 world of NFL and got them at home. Right. And let me ask them now. Let me ask them. Following up on what you said, Chris. Right. You brought up a good point. I think we get some feedback on your line, too. But you brought up a good point. I'm going to let Rick, I'm going to let you answer back on that because you watch the Cowboys just like I watch them. And, and, and let me ask you this, Rick. Where was the defense? What the hell was going on in the secondary? What was hey, the safety? What was Scandrick doing? Literally... Where was DeMarcus Ware? And why did I always see a highlight of an offensive lineman from the Giants laying out a linebacker, Keith Rook and Brady James, laying on the ground? See, Where was the that, for me, it, it go, it go. It's a, it's a couple of things out there. For one, we got our coach. Flat out, we got our coach. They had some yeah, good plays for the Cowboys out there. They had some All good right. plays for the Cowboys. Now, the cow, the defense, the defense was still okay. You knew that the Giants was gonna move the ball a little bit. You knew that. You know, but I blame that more because once John Kidney came in and the offense was just down in the dumps like that with him trying to get into a rhythm, it's going to be hard for the defense to stop the, the, the Giants like that. You can't keep them off the field. The offense is not helping. I don't blame that totally on the defense. Now, the secondary, they need to shape that up. You know, the secondary right. did get picked on a little bit. You know, Terrence Newman was doing good until he got hurt. Mike Jenkins tried to uh, tackle that big old boy coming through there, and he gets hurt. 
Now, Orlando Scandrick, I'm off the hype on him. I'm done. I'm done with that. I'm off. I'm off that ship. You know, I don't think he's as good as as he's been touted to be. You know, mm-hmm. the Cowboys don't have three good cornerbacks. They have two good cornerbacks. Now remember, the, remember believe, the beginning. I still believe in that. Now remember in the off season they said that oh yeah we can let Hamlin go no big deal we got Allen Ball right. we got Scandrick uh, coming in. Man, right now the Cowboys need to. Sit back, chill out, bring in another coaching staff. Bring in another coaching staff, and uh, first of all, you know you do got one more game. That I agree with 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 uh, with Wade Phillips saying they got one more game. They lose another one, it's, it's end of story. No mathematics can't help you. That's it. Mm-hmm. But if that don't work, if that don't work, they need to position themselves in the draft, and they need to take the best player available. Best player available, especially if he's an offensive lineman or a defensive back. They need to take the best player. Now, if a lineman and a defensive back is like way down in the draft, you got to go with the best player out there, even if he's a defensive end or something. That I get. Mm. But that's what they that's I got to disagree with you. I got to disagree with one thing you said. Go ahead, bro. You said that that moved the ball a little. They they ran the ball down their throat and threw it down their throat. They ran all over the field. You know, give them credit. Give them credit. That was after the fact. You know, if the offense was able to help out, the defense would have been able to do more. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Now, I I give that. I knew they was going to move the ball a little bit, and that was with Romo in there. I knew they was going to move it some. They weren't going to be able to do that the whole game. Romo was still kind of sharp out there, man. Romo was all right. Let me know. You brought up a lot. One, two, three, he's out. One, two, three, he's out. Man, enough of that. Enough of that. Let John Kennedy get some back on something you said, though, Rick, and and, uh, I heard Chosen say the same thing. Now, now, every team knows they need to build throughout the draft, and the Cowboys have had some decent draft picks as of late. Uh, And number one, I want to touch on this guy, Des Bryant, because last night he was the only guy I saw with some kind of intensity, some kind of heart, because it seemed like when Romo went down, everybody just left the building. Dez was the only guy out there, a rookie, mind you, playing with some heart, with some emotion, had three touchdowns, two receiving, one running back a punt, only guy out there charging up the field. I mean, he looked like the leader of a team as a rookie. And you been, and you said this guy was special, Rick. I mean, this guy looked like the leader of the team as a rookie. Well, you know, Dez had a bad habit. Gary has a bad habit, and I've seen it. We talked about Miles Austin, Leonard Davis. I can name a few other players where they have a good year, and he's given these big pack contracts. You know what I mean? And, and to me, it's too early. It's too much too soon. And like I said, I think Miles Austin that went Hollywood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what I mean? And I don't I don't like that. I, I think it should be a you know earned, the big contract, you know what I mean? One good year don't make you get a fat contract the next year. But you, you know he, but Russ, you know he earned that contract last year. He saved a season last year. He oh, saved that season good last season. year. That, that's he one good season. season. Now, now one you saw, you know, now chosen. I know you saw the game too. Now, were you at least at least impressed by what Dez was able to do out there as a rookie? I mean, I, I, there's no doubt about it that he is everything that he's cracked up to be. But when you have um, any player 
no matter how great they are, and you play in this contact sport of football, you don't know who's going to sustain that greatness. I mean, I remember when Terrell Davis was winning Super Bowls with the Denver Broncos. Everyone said that he was the next juice. And then, you know, you tear both ACLs and you can't pass a physical. So, you you know, it, it just depends on who is going to last in the NFL. Ross is right. Anybody can have a good season. Now, one thing I can say is, 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 is I definitely appreciate the heart that he played with and his desire to want to win. I don't think, you know, any other player out there really just has that desire, um, uh, you know, or, or is really just executing like that. Mm. Right. Yeah, he looked right. like the leader of the team to me out there. I think I think we got Chris's line all, all fixed and everything here. Chris, you want to weigh in on Des Bryant? I mean, did you at least see him as a potential player for the team? Uh, I mean, Des is definitely a good player. And I think that uh, he can he can definitely bring a lot to it. He can bring definitely a lot to it. But I I, I think that you just need to build around. There's no foundation there. There's, there's no foundation. Man. I mean, you can't build a house without the foundation. Now, Chris, now, 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 get, now, wait a minute. Now, I, mean, or, I know we not. I I know we I know we don't have Tom Brady. Okay. And see, and no, I'm I think, not saying I think, that. I'm not saying that. But, 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 but the thing, team's I think, not built around anybody. It's not built around anybody. It's not built around the running backs. It's not built around the trap. The, the, I think you fall into the trap of knowing that we're not coached by a Bill Belichick. We are coached by Wade Phillips. So you take the, just look at the talent that we have as the Cowboys. Take out Wade Phillips and put in a, a real coach. I mean, there's got to be a better team there, don't you yeah. think? Oh, well, definitely that, that is there, but you have to build around something. You're well, not, I would say that you're like, not building around anything. It's like basically like as an actor, it's like, okay, well, go out here, we're going to turn the cameras on, and we're just going to watch the show. You know what I mean? That There's no motivation there. The, the actors have no script. You know what I mean? It's like you have to build around something. You're, you're not building around your quarterback. You're not building around, you know, maybe some receivers that you got. You're not building around your running backs. You're not building around anything. You just got a bunch of stuff. It's organized confusion. Hmm. Well, organized confusion. You got a bunch of people I, out there who got great talent. They could, if they're put together, they can win. But there's no there's no organization. What's your motivation? What's your motive? If the, if if they was asked, okay, what type of, what type of team is the Cowboys, and what do they what do they stand for and build around? Couldn't nobody tell. I, I will say that you agree. Josie, you say you agree with that, right? I, I will say well, it's about that. And I, I, I agree with what Chris said about that, you know, just out there rambling. You know, you we, we, that's exactly, that's the best description I've heard of the Cowboys team. Yeah, it's, it's organized confusion, you know, because you have, you have the money there to put the team together. You have... Uh, definitely a bunch of talented players, but I think we got a Frankenstein team, man. You know, if you read the book Frankenstein, that was not the intention to build a big, ugly monster, but that's pretty much what we got. I, I don't right. think Tony Romo is garbage. I, I think Tony Romo is capable of winning uh, a Super Bowl, but, you know, Royce is right. The offensive line is not as good. I mean, you know, it, it, they don't perform. They don't block. They don't get the holes open. They're not giving Tony Romo time. You know, and he's trying to stay in the pocket. I mean, stay back there taking that lick, getting your collarbone broke to complete the pass, 
is all the proof I need to build a team around somebody. But I think you need to put Marion Barber in back in his position where he played. I think you need to go back to hitting Whitten. And I think I think you need to start attacking with more deep balls. Now, see, these are coaching decisions, you know, and, right. and management right. decisions. And like I said earlier, man, Jerry Jones needs to sit down, man. That's all I can say. Royce, you were going to say something? Well, I will say this. Dad's Brian, the talent, the, 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 what he's doing, you can't teach that. That's just natural-born talent. I just hope they don't ruin it on the Cowboys. But, I mean, that that's just pure talent. He's a talented player. And, and you know, and Chris, you do have to build your team around something, quarterback or running back. And most teams do that. But like you said, it's unorganized chaos. I will agree with that. And I and they say it all, and everybody knows it all goes back to the coach. It goes to college, high school coach. You don't win, you lose your job. I mean, right. it's time for Wade to go. Uh, Ricky really want to weigh in on that. Now, Chris brought up a good point. It says organized confusion out there because there is no plan. There yeah. is no script for the actors. Do you, you, I mean, we want to weigh in on that. That's that's that's. I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree anymore, man. That that's exactly what it is out there. They need they need some structure. You know, they don't have to necessarily build around one player. They got a bunch of good right. players. They need right. they right. need to put the, the the bottom of it together and then work their way up. That's what they yeah, need to right. do, you know. Yeah, See, right. even the it's the it's the coaching staff, man. Because we give Des Bryant a lot of credit for playing hard. You know, I think Demarcus Ware played hard as hell out there. I think he got game planned on. They yeah, took him there out you the go. Back. All the big, big running plays that we saw, we see number ninety three chasing him because he done done yeah. win on the inside and they done busted on the outside on him. Mm-hmm. 93, 93, and his needs to be be a whole lot tighter than that. You just see nine three chasing in the back. You know that's where those big players came from. Demarcus Ware got handled on man. He was still out there playing, but it's hard going through two and three people every time you got to go. He getting close to the quarterback, but he just couldn't just just reel him in. Got him one time, but I mean I give Demarcus Ware a lot of credit out there. He played hard, man. The coaching staff, man. That was, that was bad, man. Moving to the other side of something. Do something. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. It's loaded with talent. Nobody can deny that Cowboys are loaded with talented players. But like I said, all the talent in the world don't mean nothing unless you have a game plan. You know what I mean? And I just, I, no I just don't see that. Yeah, there's no structure. You need, to get, you need to get the coach, need to get a coach in there. Like, okay, take the prime example: the offensive coordinator. When I mean, week after week, you see what you're doing is not working. But does he do anything different? Has anybody seen anything different versus last year to this year? To basically, damn near every year that him and Romo have been in combination on the field. Can anybody tell me? Have you seen anything I, different? I can. I I can agree with you there, Chris. But I do want to comment on something you said. I can agree with you there, Jason Garrett, the offensive coordinator out there. You know, everybody. It was a lot of people off the hype because we done seen Jason Garrett do some good things. You know, so it's a matter of you know how the game go out there. You know what what positions you put in. He needs to make some better decisions, and I think he needs to be more consistent with it because he runs some good plays. But you got to find something that's gonna work, and then bust somebody head with it. You got to have something that's gonna work every time. 
You know, he come out with a lot of trick plays and all this kind of stuff. Man, chill out on that. Just power the ball in there or, or throw a good pass or something. But as far as Jason Garrett playing quarterback, he wasn't a bad quarterback. He was a backup quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He wasn't a starter. But it has nothing to do with him being an offensive coordinator. Because, because when Trey went down, Jason Garrett came in and the ship kept moving. They didn't lose. They didn't lose. Jason Garrett still did what he needed to do. Jason but see, Garrett, but see, Rick, that's the same Jason thing Garrett he can say about Barry Switzer coming in off Jimmy Johnson team. You know what I mean? It's the same thing you can say about Jeff. I mean, that's 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 nothing. I'm saying the coordinator lacks. The boy came in. He handled the offense. He threw good passes. Didn't throw a lot of interceptions. Believe me, well, I watched yeah, it. Yeah, she's saying, I'm going to tell you what it is. Because as no, a coordinator, as a coordinator, he's got to work it out. He's got to work it out. Is his job working out? You are working out. Listen, Dale, but let's deal. I told you, Dale, but I was talking about the quarterback comment you made on. Right, but let's deal in the here and now real quick. I mean, we have Jason Garrett as a quarterback. I mean, as a, as a uh, coordinator. Too. I mean, that's, that's his deal. That's his deal with the here and now, right now. But here's the, here's the thing I want to ask everyone real quick before we uh, end the program. Got about ten minutes left. I mean, uh, we. I mean, if Wade Phillips get fired today, I mean, the only only coach we got to bring in there is Jason Garrett. So hopefully, we'll see what happens. I mean, he's the only interim coach that we have that could be in there. And then we don't have a defense coordinator if they fire Wade. So I don't know if he's gonna fire him during the season. I think Jerry's hands are really tired right now. Unless somebody leaves the uh, leaves the booth, like John Gruden or uh, uh, Coward that wants to come in and coach, I think we stuck with what we have. So with that said, if we stuck with what we have, I want everyone's opinion on how many te- how many games this team gonna win. I mean, they're one and five. How do they finish the season? And I'm okay, gonna they gonna win none. Again. They gonna win none. They'll be they'll be one and fifteen, man. Okay, let me let me let me say this. Uh, Cowboys are gonna win a few games. They they're not gonna make the playoffs. I, I will say that. But but at the same time, Jerry said something a long time ago that stuck in my mind, and he should revert it. He said anybody can coach the Cowboys, and I just believe he he believes that because he had gotten so many talented players. He thinks that anybody can coach. He did say that. I'm not making this up. Right? Am I right? I mean, he, did he said that. anybody can coach the Cowboys. And I do think he believes that he can just go with an ordinary coach and with the talent he has can win games, but it don't work like that. Jerry needs to take that and uh, get that out of his mind and go out and get a good coach. Good coach makes a good team. Mickey Shanahan and Washington, he has turned that program around. You know what I mean? You have to look at that. But uh, he, he, needs, he said that years ago. It was always stuck in my mind. It's not a true statement. Jerry, you need to Come out and say I made a mistake when I said that. So how do you so how do you, what do you think this record is going to be? How many games I, do you think they're going to win? I, 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 I say eight and eight, and, and, and that's stretching it. That's, that's stretching that's, it. That's, eight and eight would be decent right now. That's stretching it. I say they, they may make five hundred. They may not. They may be below five hundred. Eight would mean they I'm, only lose three more games. They still got to play. They still got to go to Green Bay. They still got to play uh, the Coast. They still got to play. Um, the Saints on Thanksgiving. Okay, well, six and ten. Six and, and no ten. Romo. And no Romo. Kidner's going to win some games. I, I can guarantee you that. Kidner is going to go in there and win some games. Specifically on the 
point of, of the talent of the team. Like I said, Des Bryant, you know, if he just start getting him the ball, he's going to he go, go touchdown. They are going to win some games, just like anybody can beat. Like we saw some upset Sunday. They are going to yeah. win some games. I say 6-10, and ten, no more than 8-8, eight and, eight, and that's a stretch. I'm going to go 6-10. and ten. Now, one thing I would say about Kidney, he didn't come out there to play no games. He started hitting Dez right away. That's right. You know he mean? did. And, and, right. and, 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 and they did, they did make a, a run back. Yeah, his, his favorite target is not when he started hitting Dez right away. He knew who to get the hand, who, who, uh, whose hands he to be on the ball. Chosen, I want to get you to weigh in on this real quick. How many games do the Cowboys actually win? And how do they? Fin- I mean, how do they finish the season this year? Uh, I think the Cowboys win two more games. I don't expect us to uh, to win any more division games at all. I think we'll we'll get swept. Everybody will own us, and uh, I think we'll get our victories in towards the end of the season after the playoff tree has been determined and teams are pulling out their starters. I, I just don't see any type of nucleus or any reason. Uh, it's just over with, man. It's just over with. Get ready for next season and, and, and find out what you made of. And go Rangers, huh? <laughs> yeah, go Rangers. <laughs> go Rangers. <laughs> so you say 6-10 and leverage. And leverage. I don't think yeah. we're going to win it all this year either. Right. <laughs> so, so you, you said they're going 6-10? They're going um, I, I say five and eleven. Realistically, okay. five and okay. eleven. If they get fired, that's all I expect from based off of how we are now. You right. bet, Kidney. Okay. You bet. You bet. You're expecting Kidney to win four games. Yeah, of course. Okay, that's about right. That's about right. Now, before I let Rick get in, because I know he want to get in on this, Chris. Let me ask you, man. And I know, I know you try to be a realist here. Now, you just tell me uh, off the bat how many games. How many more games this team win? Did they really go one and fifteen? <clears throat> one and fifteen, man. I mean, I, I don't see. I mean, even I even if they win three, four games, so what? You know, when next year, guess what? Kidner won't be in there playing. Romo will be back in there. You still have Jason Garrett, and you have another pawn coach in there, and it'll be the same nonsense, man. You know what I mean? It'll be the same thing. Uh, you basically, I say you better off getting Cliff Lee in there from the Rangers, man, and let him be your quarterback. Maybe you have a better chance, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm just saying, you try something, man, at this point, man. Your whole, I say personally, man, with as many quarterbacks as you have coming out of there, man, we don't get none of them. We ain't got no quarterback in how many years? Tell me the last time we drafted a quarterback. So, Aikman, stop now, we drafted okay, Steve McGill, but he ain't even playing. We drafted him That's two years ago. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, playing. man, come on. You, 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 as much good talent as quarterbacks is coming through there, you don't even draft one, man. And then, like, you, you don't even build around the one you got. You know what I mean? I just say, man, I mean, even if they ran three, four games, it still doesn't matter because the game plan is going to be right back the same next year unless you start making some changes, man. You're going to have to make some changes and run it like a business and run it like a team rather than sitting here and trying to run it like just, you know, I don't know what they're trying to run it like. It's just uh, like you got a bunch of – it's like watching ballet for three-year-olds, man. It's just, you know, you just get them up there, and as long as they can maybe do a couple of the ten moves they got to do, if they do three or four of them, yeah, it's good. It's a good show. You clap it off, and then they go off, man. 
There's no finesse, man. Grow up and right. make it happen, man. You've got a bunch of babies in the playpen, man. You ain't, you ain't got no players out there playing football, man. I don't know what they do. So you saying, so you saying one in fifteen? I right, I say one in fifteen, man. I mean, if they go on the stretch, on the stretch, <laughs> they'll win three games. Three games. That, that line is available. I tell you, I tell you who's yeah. available and playing in the UFL right now, and, that's, and we talked about him. That's two players available right now: Garcia yeah. and Culpepper. They could bring right, any one of them right. in. Right, very yeah, one of them. playing in UFL, and the UFL right. season right. is over actually right now. Right now, Rick, now you know how me. Yeah, exactly. Now, Rick, now, you yeah. know how me and you ride. We cowboy riders. We text each other during the game. We both, we ride and die with this team, as you already know. How many games is this team is this team going to win with no Romo? Man, I, you know, I, I really hate to disappoint everybody, but I'm going to have to decline. I can't <laughs> answer that question right now. My cowboy. I mean, you want them to win. I mean, you want to win. Check me out, though. Um, you know, it's my famineship, man. The Cowboy famineship won't let me, you know, concede like that just yet. You know, the the, the mathematical numbers got to be up there and we got to be out. Because I always believe when they step on the field, they got a chance to win, period. Mm-hmm. I felt that way when they went farther than left. You know, I, that's my team. I'm riding with them, and I'm still riding with Romo. We didn't have to draft no quarterback. We got one. We all right, Rick, right the heart done fell down. He can't go no more. You going to still try to ride him? He can't him? go. He can, and and yeah, what we're going to do, 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 yeah. do is get get the veteran John Kidman some reps and go out there and play this next game. See how terrible he's going to be. We can't do nothing but see. Go and show right, me who knows. Be surprised. They, might go, they might go out there and put up 40 points or something. It's the game of football. Let him go. Let him Kidney's go. Kidney's going to surprise gotta, y'all. Watch. We, we gotta got to be out of there, period, before, you know, I could just, you know, put a number, a losing season on the Cowboys. <laughs> now, so you're saying, see, if you're giving them a chance to win, then you you got to be saying 9-7. and seven. you got to be saying they're only going to lose two more games. And go what? nine and seven, sneaking to the playoffs. Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is I don't know what kind of streak they can go on. I don't know what can happen out there. You know what I'm saying? Well, be, be real. I, I'm just being real. I gotta see it. Show me. You know, Kidna did. Kidna did throw twelve, fourteen hundred yards just to Roy Williams alone in Detroit right. in one season. He did. Who knows? Who knows what can happen? You know what I'm saying? Go out there and do what you do. You saw him hitting Dez. You saw him hitting Witten once the game got going, once he got out there and got in the rhythm. Now, I'm not saying John Kidding is end-all, be-all, you know, he's the savior and all that kind of stuff because, again, I say there's other quarterbacks out there that I would rather have than him. But, again, he's a vet. Let the boy get out there and do what he do. This is your only option. Yeah. Now, if we lose these next two games, then I might uh, put a losing season on Okay. You know what? Rodney? You bring up a, you give, as bad as I want to reserve my my point of view, just like you did, because I'm like you. I got to see how this team plays and how Kidna plays a full game. Uh, I mean, I had to see how Kidna reacts on the short week 
going into a game on Sunday uh, Sunday uh, Sunday morning uh, because he hasn't had a chance to really play with the first teamers and get any kind of timing down. Now, Dave, you brought up a, Royce, you brought up a real good point because you said that you thought Kidna was going to be able to really win some games for the Cowboys. Now, one thing I can say about Kidna is he's not going to turn the ball over. He's going to get the the ball into the right people's hands. And even you, Rick, brought it up how he, he basically threw the ball to Roy Williams the whole time, his playmaker. So I think if Kidney can do that, he might be able to win some games for the team. I think he really could win some games for the team. But I know, I know, Chris. I, think, I, I know, Chris. I know you ain't believing that though. No, nah, man, I ain't trying to hear it, man. I mean, we I, you, everybody acts like they ain't seen Kidney play. We've all seen Kidney play. Yep. We've all seen him play, man. We've all got footage on him. We've just seen him play, man. I mean, I don't know what you expect he's going to get out there and do different than what he always do, man. I mean, sure enough, he'll have some good, decent plays and, you know, some good games, all that, you know, yada, yada. But, I mean, hey, man, I mean, the sun shines on the dog's backside some days, man. Anybody can get out there and have a good game, but I'm saying the consistency to get out there and do it every week, man, he, hey, there's a reason why he's back up, man, and I don't and just like ride behind the scenes and everything and just you know, make some remote Rudy story happening or something, man. It's just, I ain't trying to hear it, man. There's no Rudy story here, man. It's for the movies, man. It's not for real football, man. Now, now, now Chosen, you going to say something? I, I was just saying, I do not expect Kidden and, and Roy Williams to get out there again and, and the second time will be a star. You know, at at the end of the day, uh, the Cowboys situation is a bleak one. The the marker for us is how well we play against the Giants. The Giants are always the physical team in the trenches, and if your line is weak, then they will expose you. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, I think that's just what they showed. They beat us in the trenches. And right. It was a tight score. They're a division rival. We always play them close. But when New right. York beats us, we are not ready for the Super Bowl. Point blank. No, that's true. That's right. I agree with that. I agree. But I'm yeah. not a Cowboys fan. Of the Giants, I want to ask y'all. ask y'all real quick. Speaking of the Giants, I mean, we saw the uh, New Orleans Saints, and we talked about them last week being the highest-rated NFC team uh, in the power rankings at number six. But this Giants team has got to be right in there. And I saw Eli Manning do something I, ain't, I haven't seen him do. He looked like his brother out there. He was out there calling defenses, telling the line where to block, calling audibles, handing the ball off to Bradshaw every time the Cowboys were cobbling their pants down. I saw him out there doing a lot more Peyton than, than a lot of Eli out there yesterday. I mean, do you guys think the Giants are the, are the best team in the NFC? They, they su- he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's the only one in the NFC East to win a Super Bowl. That's for sure. I, I, I say they're one of the best teams out of the NFC. I'm willing to say that because who else you got? Who else you got? Hey, you can't name me nobody else. I mean, AFC is basically stumping this year because somebody from the NFC is going to have to step it out and make it happen, man, because I, you're right. I don't see nobody besides the Giants really just kind of maybe maybe having that chance and being strong enough to, to hold up in the playoffs, man. And nobody there. I, I like people like the, the you know, uh, well, that's AFC. I'm thinking about the Jaguars. But, I mean, uh, you know, I, I really don't see nobody else, man, out there just kind of making it happen, man. I, I don't see it. Royce, what did you think about the Giants and what they were able to do? I, I, do you think they are the best I, I team in the NFC? 
I think the Giants are the best team to represent the NFC right now because they got a, a very talented core of receivers. I know y'all saw that. Oh, yeah, night. they are. You're right. They do. And they've, they've always had a good defensive front line. That'll win your championship. I think they're the best in the NFC right now, or to represent the NFC. And they do have uh, experienced press. Most of the guys on that team were in the Super Bowl champion team. So, right. they, 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 to me, I think they, they're probably the best representative of the NFC so far. And before and, uh, before we go, Royce, I, I do need to point out that they did win the Super Bowl against a undefeated Patriots team. I, I do need right. to point that out real quick. Hey man, hey, hey, hey man, hey man, hey <laughs> man. Hey, that was that was hey man, that was some fluke, man. But still, look at that. We still beat everybody after they called us to. You're absolutely right, Rodney. You're right. They beat an undefeated New England team, so they were the best. <laughs> And before Man, we go, real quick, y'all, that was before we go real quick, y'all, I mean, we got a lot of Ranger fans tuning in. The numbers are looking real good for the show tonight because I know everybody's ready for the Rangers tomorrow. So I want to get everyone's prediction. I know we talk a lot of football real quick. I want y'all's quick prediction. Me and Roy said the Rangers are winning six. I want to get y'all's quick prediction real quick on what the Rangers are going to do. If they do win and how many games they'll take them to win. And, uh, Rick, I'll start with you, man. What what do you think the Rangers are going to do? I go with that. I think the Rangers will win it in six. And tell them what you think, man. What do you think about this Ranger World Series? Well, you know, hey, why not? The Rangers are my new favorite team in sports period right now. The Rangers in five. <laughs> Rangers in five. I like that. <laughs> and Chris, Chris, go ahead and weigh in real quick on the Rangers. Hey, man, I'm with that. Rangers in five, buddy. Rangers in four. Five, No more than five, man. Wrap it up. Yeah, going to wrap it up. So we'll we'll catch y'all guys uh, on Thursday for sure for another edition of the Art Sports Radio Show where we do our world-famous picks. Uh, there will be our world-famous pick show. I did win last week, so pat myself on the back. Chosen, you got you to gotta, you gotta get involved, man. You, get, you can't come in last, man. You get beat up when you come last on the show. You get beat up when you come last, man. You got to get that. You got to get that together, man. And Chris, maybe you join us on Thursday, man. Pick with us, man. See, do we'll test your NFL knowledge for real? Hey, man. I, you know, like I said, man, winning week after week, man. I mean, it's hard, man. But somebody's got to do it. Man. Uh, okay, okay. But before we go, man, want to thank everybody for tuning in. Again, you can follow us on Twitter, R Sports Radio. Uh, you can email us at rsportsradio at gmail dot com. Follow us online at blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports or our blog site. If you guys need World Series tickets, go to rsportsradio.blogspot.com. We'll see you all next on Thursday. And uh, go Rangers and have a good win tomorrow and everybody be safe. See you everyone Thursday. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.